0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Singles Club. I'm the creator of the show, Lilith. My pronouns are she, her. I am Jay, my pronouns are they, them.
1: I'm Tyler, Uh, my pronouns are he, him.
0: If you haven't watched the show before, in the description of the YouTube video and our listing on any podcast site you may be using, there is a link to a YouTube playlist where we will be posting every single song we talk about on this show in sequential order of episode. Now that being said, I think we can go ahead and start our discussion of the songs we chose this week. I think, Jay, your song is first.
2: Yes, I'm going first, and I I have The Plastic Age by The Buggles. When I first posted this uh, song for all of us to listen to, Lily said, I haven't heard of this artist before, which was very funny to me because this song is the first song off of The Buggles' debut 1980 album, The Age of Plastic, and the song directly after this song is video killed the radio star
0: no
1: yes (laughs) yes it is
2: you're joking that's the same people these are the same people the buggles yes which i thought was so funny when you were like oh i've never heard of these guys i was like this is so funny i don't want to say it
0: until the podcast (laughs) funny Yeah? I never actually heard the original version of that song anyway.
2: Really? Really? Yeah, I've only heard covers. It's a very good song. I recently fell in love with this album, The Age of Plastic, because of my good friend Riley, who posted this song in one of our group chats, and I was like, Riley, I love you, this song is so fucking good, I'm obsessed. So shout out to my friend Riley.
0: <laughs> I feel silly not knowing that that was the video killed the radio star, people.
1: <laughs> not a nerd you like fool. us.
0: Not a nerd! Um, but I guess we can start talking about the song itself lyrically. This is the kind of song where if I listened to it outside of like the, the scope of this podcast, I probably wouldn't have thought much about the words that were being said, because the, the way that uh, he delivers the lyrics are very like, but da 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 very quick, snappy, um... You, like if you're not listening, it just sounds like funny music. But there's some pretty cool lines in here. I think one of my favorite ones is uh, they send the heart police to put you under cardiac arrest. That is, I can't stop thinking about
2: that <laughs> that's lyric. That's
1: a dumb <laughs> line. I think that's. I think that's a bit silly.
2: I. It's stupid. It's cheesy. But I love it so much.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a funny line, but in context of the song itself being. This dude who's extremely overworked in a post-modern reality um, that only someone in the 80s can really think of with, like, these, these shitty, like, cord phones still being in use.
2: Yeah, and computers have just, like, been invented.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it's something that only somebody in the 1980s thinking of a sci-fi future could really, like, vibe with. But it still has that modern age, overworking, there is no life beyond your job and capitalism.
1: Yeah, late stage. It's still prevalent in the modern day.
0: Woo! That line's very interesting, just in that context. Uh, Tyler?
1: It's good. I think the instrumental's also, like, a bit silly in terms of the times, especially since they they were- Kind of before all Devo and, and uh, New Order and everybody about to, like, hit this wave of, like, huge pop 80s.
2: Yeah, because this was 1980.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: It's not the 80s, it's 1980, so they're yeah. riding right out of the
0: 70s. They pretty much grabbed the aesthetic the 80s would run with. In this one album. Yeah. Exactly. And then
1: blew up with Video Killed.
0: Yeah. I mean, the lead that they use for the synth in the beginning uh, section of the song is really cool but the technique they use to like really swell like this completely electronic instrumentation using the pads coming in the way they do it's something that i'm surprised isn't as iconic as something like i wear my sunglasses at night i'm surprised this isn't among them i'm sure that there was some inspiration going forward because like there's a section when it starts going into the plastic aid bridge sections it almost gave me the same vibes as like the gremlins theme mostly just like in its chord structure not in like anything regarding the way it sounds if you listen to it it let I me mean, know. Does it sound like the Gremlins, or am I going nuts? Nice?
2: I'm nodding, but I haven't heard the Gremlins theme, so I can't say ah, anything. okay. I
1: do wish I had something to compare this to, or at mm-hmm. least they had inspiration from.
2: Yeah, the thing about the Buggles is that they were the inspiration for a lot of other stuff.
0: I think the thing I can I can say that I genuinely like really like about this song and the thing that I would go and like recommend people about it is the instrumental is the focal point of this song. Everything surrounds the main lead synth. That is the thing that takes you into the song, and that is the thing that takes you out of the song. The lyrics only exist to fulfill that musical idea that the synths create with a brum 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 like even the lyrics have that lead line and it, i don't know which one would have came first but i have a feeling that the synths probably came first in this one and they are mwah, magnificent synths. <laughs> the one thing i will say is that this is kind of a long song despite its lyrical content there are only like four lines of anything that leads you in because it's not it's not a ballad But it has almost that ballad structure where it's like, there's no real chorus, but there's no real, there's no not chorus. It's a weird song.
2: I have a question. How do you feel about the weird 30 second intro
1: i think it's fine
0: it's not something i haven't been familiar with in other artists because like i listen to mother mother and any song like oh anna has an intro like that although i can't say that i like the screaming and phone ringing in fact in my notes i wrote strange opening phone ringing and screaming Sad face.
2: I really like this song a lot, but every time I listen to it, I'm just like, I don't really feel like listening to Trevor Horn sounding like he's getting
0: fucked up the ass by a telephone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's how he wakes up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which is a real shame because like, I think of that intro... If that <laughs> intro weren't there, I think this song would be a lot more, like, worthwhile, like, to listen to regularly. Yeah. But at least they did, you know, Video Kill the Radio Star, so, like, you've got other songs of theirs that are great.
2: Yeah, and if I may recommend Clean Clean off of the same album, that one also fucks.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, listen to that. I might listen to the whole album.
0: Please do. Yeah. Still. Tyler, do you have any final thoughts on the song before we, like, just recommend it? I'm gonna, I am gonna.
1: I might listen to this whole album because I need context for Video Killed the Radio start now and why, and why I haven't heard of their other albums.
2: Actually, if I may say, they only have this album, one other album, the other album
0: was Critically Panned.
1: Oh. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. still gonna listen to it.
0: I say listen to this song if you want to hear the work that wasn't Critically Panned by them and <laughs> if you want to hear this like something that's ultimately has that iconic 80s feeling before anyone else really did it so i guess we can move on to tyler's song
1: yeah my song yes is a is a british post punk song that's very blunt
0: what is your song called my, uh,
1: mother by idols what did you guys think about it
2: i really liked it like right from the get go i'm an absolute slut for good bass And if a song opens with nice bass, it immediately go, ooh, I want (laughs) to listen to this
0: song. Me and Jay are on the same wavelength here, because my first line is, oh, give me that bass. (laughs) Yeah, my first (laughs) bullet point is, ooh, bass nice. I also really liked it going in. I can't say that it's like a song that I will probably listen to again, unfortunately. Um, Maybe I'm not like particularly a fan of post-punk, but I think it's just, it doesn't have what I like musically. For me, I'm
2: kind of on the fence of whether I do want to listen to this past, just for the podcast because i Mm -hmm. really really like the instrumental a lot like i listened to it like five times before even absorbing any of the lyrics and i was just like "Ooh, this is nice and i really liked it um but i think what takes me out of it is the lyrics and the lead singer's voice is growing on me it's a little bit harsh
0: for my taste is he like a native english speaker yeah Uh, maybe it's the recording he sounds almost slavic to me but I know he's, he's probably British. not.
1: I believe Joe's British. <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: thing. It's like, I'm pretty sure he's not, but whatever they did with the recording, it makes it hard to understand him. It's
1: because he's yelling and he's he's very raspy.
0: I don't know. The recording is very strange, but it's not like a bad thing. I know the vibe they're going for, but again, it's not what I musically enjoy. But that being said, the lyrics, like thought wise and what they mean, I like a lot of what they're doing with the way the lyrics are written. Yeah. Very similar in theme to Plastic Age, but in a, hey, real life sucks kind of way instead of the future sucks kind of way. Yeah,
1: hitting you over the head with it.
0: But that brings me to ask, before I talk about the lyrics, I don't know anything about British politics, Tyler. What is a Tory?
1: It's a British conservative.
0: Essentially. Do you know why they're called Tories, or is it just they are called Tories, oh well?
2: It's It's old. It's 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 an old name for the conservative class
1: i'm surprised you don't know because uh
0: i don't care about british (laughs) politics
1: (laughs) recently like conservatives in america they were like going out crying because people were like literally calling them out in the streets calling them tories and bullying Mm -hmm. them wow Uh, and it's super funny
0: (laughs) that's pretty funny i've heard the word before i just didn't know what it referred to Mm -hmm. like if it was just like it is the red people in britain or if it's like It's a little different than, like, Conservatives of America. Just
1: think Republicans.
0: They do like what they're doing in this song. I think, like, the lyrics being, my mom works 15 hours five days a week, 16, six days a week, 17, seven days a week. I don't think that literally is meant to be that she is working those hours every day of that week Mm -hmm. in like, her job, because I think it implies more that a mom's job is at home as much as it is at a job or a career. And how capitalism kind of exploits that.
2: Yeah. yeah, it adds on to it, like, where you're both expected to work a full-time job and take care of your child at the same time.
0: Especially as a working-class citizen, where you are forced to do it not because it is expected of you, but because you have to to survive. And the whole sexual violence line.
2: Yeah, that one. Because oh. I was kind of listening to it, I was like, I can tell this, that this is, you know, a criticism for something, and I was like, oh, they're getting serious with this.
0: Yeah. It, wherein the things they refer to through like capitalist society and how it exploits mothers and women is that it instills this mindset into them when they're young. They happen to be put into it as they get older, but they are taught in school books that your job is to be a mother you are to give life and take care of life and that is the role you were put in and you cannot do anything about it you cannot change the world around you you just are
2: yeah it really like not necessarily took me out of the song but it made me stop and go oh they're being overt with this because they have to we're not just talking in metaphors anymore we're not giving metaphors that the working class is supposed to be mindless and be sold products through tv we are going to talk about rape culture in plain language that you will not misinterpret our words because this is important
1: shit. Yeah, taking the word motherfucker and uh turning it metaphor into like a literal term. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's the one benefit to post punk styling that I like is that while musically I can say it's not the thing I like, I like more complex music closer to what story two was in our pilot episode. Mm -hmm. But I can say I've always enjoyed the societal criticisms that post-punk and more modern punk overall tends to fall in. I mean, Rise Against has done plenty of songs like that with uh, I think September's Children was a good example of that Mm. by them. The song is America is like directly making life hostile for gay children to the point where they want to commit suicide. That is the Mm -hmm. entire song. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is the song. And that is the vibe I get from Mother as well. We are not to be misunderstood. This is what we are saying. Yeah, I do Mm -hmm. really like that. I respect the fuck out of any artist that's willing to do that.
2: I think aside from the heaviness of the lyric, one thing I just like about this song preferentially is I just like when people yell in music. <laughs>
1: It's pretty good. I love it all the time.
2: I don't know why, but in the second repetition of the opening verses, like, where he says the same thing, but he's yelling, this time I wrote in my notes, ooh, yelly, just because that delights me for some reason.
0: I mean, that's the reason why I listen to, like, Slipknot and stuff. Those moments where the lines get more and more intense as, like, the meaning of the song becomes more important to the vocalist is always good. Instrumentally-wise, it takes me back to, like, older punk. It's, like, the style that most modern-day, like, people getting into punk are trying to recreate. The way the guitar line sounds, it makes me think of the intro to uh, Big Top Burger, I think, is what it's called, by uh, Worthy Kids. Oh, yeah. Up, the opening. Yeah, the opening for Worthy Kids animated show uh, has that same kind of riff in it, and I adore the way that that instrument is made to sound in those i don't know what they do to them i would love to know (laughs) i assume it has a lot to do with just taking out everything but the bass side of the instrumentation Uh, only complaint is that it's just kind of simple
2: yeah that was really my biggest thing is like on the fence about the harshness of his voice and just that the verses are very repetitive up until the serious kind of i'd guess bridge It's just, like, repeating the same thing over and over again. Like, it does have a point, and it does work with the song of how monotonous and repetitive working class life can be. But I was just kind of like, yeah, I get it past one repetition of the lyric.
0: Yeah. I mean, they repeat most of the song six times. Yes. And that can be tiring if you're listening to it over and over again. It's not a song I would do that with. Like, there's a lot of songs we've listened to where I could listen to them on repeat. This is not one of those songs. Yeah. But... I would not turn it off if I had it come on in like my YouTube mix.
2: Yeah, I'd recommend it if you're looking for a good post-punk song to just kind of to empathize with and be like, yeah, fucking, I hate capitalism and rape culture and just yell for a little bit and jam to some good bass.
1: Play this as you're throwing rocks at cop cars.
2: Yes! <laughs> this song
0: has a vibe. I don't have it, but you probably will. I think that's it for Mother, yeah?
2: Yeah. Let's want to move on to yours, Lily.
0: I got to be last this week. (laughs) My song, it's a song that I've listened to towards the end of my high school career. The artist herself is someone I found, I think, in my senior year, one of the hardest years of my time in high school. And the song we're talking about this week is Lucky by Aurora. Her name is spelled in all caps for some reason.
2: Which is very funny because both you and Tyler chose an artist that has their name in all caps. As soon as Tyler sent his, I was like, I kind of... Want to change mine to one in all caps. I want to fit in.
1: (laughs) That's funny. We should do themed episodes. We should. That's a fun idea. Save it. Pin it.
0: We should just do an episode where we
1: talk about an entire album. Yeah.
0: True. Anyway, this song is very important to me. Not in the sense that it's like, this song holds so much meaning to me that if somebody talks about it badly, I'll cry. <laughs> it's a song that like I listen to, and I get lost in it because of the things it makes me feel. But I'm not here to talk about my song this week. You guys are.
1: I think I understand about what you mean when you get lost, because... Aurora is very good at singing. Mm -hmm. I love her voice.
0: Have you heard her before?
1: No. This is my first time.
2: Yeah, I've never heard any of her stuff before, but my first note is, wow, her voice is pretty.
1: Especially in the live version, because I do like a very good live performance. And um, the one she sang in, uh, how do you say it? The place
0: is called Nidarostomen.
1: Cool. I'm not from Norway. I can't pronounce that. (laughs) (laughs) Makes her voice echo and sound way more angelic
2: she definitely has a very ethereal tone to her voice that i admire a lot one of my first notes was that it might just be because i'm not incredibly familiar with this side of pop but it reminds me a little bit of monsters and men it could just be because i'm a big fan of their stuff especially their second album Uh it just reminds me of that kind of electro pop indie pop
1: indie pop Indie pop's a wide category. Indie pop's really wide. I would say it's pop music
0: with a very orchestral instrumentation styling to it because all of Aurora's music has pretty much entirely live instruments in its recordings. Yeah, and I really really like that. She doesn't she doesn't usually do electronic only songs. I think it's funny that you compared it to Monsters and Men, because I have no idea why you think
2: that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just probably because I like them a lot, and my brain grasped for the first artist I could think of to compare them to. Mm. It's probably because...
1: I would say something like Lord, Like, Lord would be closer.
0: Yeah, definitely like Lord.
2: Yeah, it's probably because she's Norwegian, and of uh, Monsters and Men is Icelandic. They are. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess it's like cool foreign European voice. I think it's their voices are kind of similar.
1: That is for the British.
2: But I was absolutely in love with the instrumental i didn't even really like listen to the lyrics the first couple of times same as mother like i just kind of got lost in the instrumental and the voice was just another instrument which doesn't happen a lot with me like i paid too much attention to the lyrics but i just got lost in the beautiful (laughs) instrumentals and how they swell going into the second chorus and back down for the bridge and then go back up post-bridge. But it's just really beautiful sounding you said it first you just get lost in it
0: speaking of the lyrics what did you think of the lyrics
2: Uh, (sighs) i'm not exactly sure what the meaning is because i try not to look at the song meanings when i look up the lyric
1: it does feel very vague
2: but my best guess at meaning just because of the way it resonated with me it felt like about surviving suicide or being suicidal um, but that's just how it resonated with me.
0: According to the references in the song and what people tend to think about them, I'm not sure if it was something that was directly confirmed by the artist herself, but that is pretty much it. The song is about her being lucky to continue living, and it is an implied suicide attempt that she is going through at the lyrics.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: In reading the lyrics, like that's what really resonated with me. It really felt like a beautiful kind of look back on an awful time in your life and just being like, damn, I made it. The song feels a lot more positive than the lyrics do, but it feels, I guess, bittersweet, but in the more sweet way, where you're looking back on it and you remember these awful times, but you're also looking forward and looking at the now and just being like, I'm lucky to be where I am now, so I should indulge in this.
0: I feel like, personally, after two really edgy songs back-to-back, I feel like this is the one I should have picked (laughs) this week, and I'm glad that I did. (laughs) Likes and dislikes, final thoughts? good. I'll
1: listen to that live version anytime.
2: Yeah, most of my notes just say it's just pretty and I like it. And I added it almost immediately to my music.
0: I think I'll probably include both the live and the studio version of the song in the playlist Mm -hmm. for this one. Because they offer two very distinct experiences of her music. Yeah. Yeah. But why do you think anyone else should listen to this song besides is pretty cause i think we've established it's a pretty song
1: young vocalist might make more
0: is making more yeah is
1: making more
2: i think if you want to kind of lose yourself for uh four minutes i know i'm harping on how beautiful it is but that's really just how i feel about it just a beautiful song and just something to just
0: close your eyes and just lose it
1: it's like being outside like near a sunset It's a Sunset song for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. If you like the song, I will go ahead and say outright, listen to the rest of the album it's on. Lucky is part of...
1: All My Demons Greeting Me as a Friend.
0: All My Demons Greeting Me as a Friend is... It was her first studio album. She had released an EP Mm -hmm. before this. But this album, all of the songs are like this. This is how that entire album sounds and feels. Her more recent work is going away from the electronic sounds that she's been working with, like the like heavily produced sounds, mm-hmm. and is going more tribal in its tone and feeling. Hmm. But it still has that same vibe with it. I greatly recommend Aurora as an artist.
1: So weird, we all picked singles this week that were from debut project yeah oh my
0: god wow (laughs) accidentally themed (laughs) Hey. all right with that i think that's it for the songs we're going to talk about this episode yep no other final things to say about the three before we move on to our outro
1: listen listen more listen Listen to to them. them
0: yeah all right well with that being said Again, if you're, make sure to check out the playlist. We update it every time uh, we make an episode. It is not when we release an episode. So if you want sneak peeks on what we're going to talk about next, just look at the playlist.
2: Yeah, it is on our YouTube channel, The Fable Few. It's, it'll be under our, our playlist, I believe, Singles Club Songs.
0: Yeah and after listening to these songs like leave a comment in our YouTube channel or tweet us at the fable few on twitter.com we'll do our best to reply to whoever says anything depending on when they get commented, but I would love to hear other perspectives on these pieces of music, especially the ones that I picked, because they are my they are my personal favorite songs, and if you say anything bad about them, I will kill you. Um <laughs> But like, yeah, no, like talk about the songs, not only to us, but like you know, talk about these artists. If you like their music, listen to them on like their band camps or their YouTube vivos.
2: Yes. I would say
0: Spotify. I don't necessarily think Spotify is the best place anymore. Yeah. Um Bandcamp's probably the best one, but other than that, like, you know, YouTube music is probably a better bet, even if it's not as good as other services.
1: Mm. Support
0: them. Buy their albums. Please
1: support artists. Music's important. Yeah, support this industry artists. industry is dying.
0: It's God. dying, guys. It's
1: literally about to die again.
0: I think that'll be it for this episode today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Special thanks to Tyler Rodriguez for supporting us on Patreon at the $20 level. If you wish to join them, you can do so at patreon.com slash thefablefew, and support us at $20 or above to have your name read out here.